Father, we thank you this morning. And we ask that you speak to us. That we will advance from faith to faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, many in who are sent Panu, if we say, A young couple to me are a deco in Quajimu, my one hour GD, you know, you that for canny, me hella for and so. Verse 17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. If we say, Emuna, wo yi o nyankopon teni e di frigidie mu ko jidie mu se de watro se de otini frigidie mu no benya nkwa verse 16 speaks about the gospel of Christ ni mudun si ane katafa Christo asempano gospel is of Christ asempano ifri Christo mu there's no gospel of man asempa bi en hwa ifri ni paho neba or gospel of any material thing. But it is the gospel of Christ. It is important so that you have your expectations right. That when you hear gospel, you look unto Christ. You don't look at something else. And you don't look at someone. So the apostle says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. That is the striking thing about the gospel. It is God's power unto salvation. The gospel should bring you salvation. What is salvation? For God so loved the world, he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Not many people care about it, but it is going to determine the fate of everyone who has ever lived on this earth. If Jesus is not a liar, and he is not. He says, those who believe shall be saved, those who do not believe the gospel, they will be damned. 
Any or see near Obejedino, Onira, Nanya, Onyedino, Obese. So that is salvation. It is about being damned or being saved. Say a can and quadia, any say Obeira, and also Ubina and Qua. It's not about something that you get here. Some things may accompany salvation, but that is not salvation. Your shadow may accompany you, but you are not your shadow. And church can miss substance and be chasing after shadows. But I pray for you that you will chase the substance and not the shadow. And then when you believe this salvation, he says in verse 17, when you believe the gospel, which is God's power to salvation, verse 17 says, therein, in that salvation, in that thing that you have received, because you believe the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. God's righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. This morning, we are looking at the subject advance from faith to faith. Advance from faith to faith. Now, that should tell you that Christianity is not static. There is movement when it comes to our faith. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It happened to some people. According to the Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. 2 Thessalonians 1 we are bound to thank God always for you brethren as it is meet because that your faith your faith grows exceedingly if we say you are moving from faith to faith you are advancing from faith to faith. And he said, we are bound to thank God always for you. Because your faith is growing exceedingly. How important is a message like this? Because it is first of all the word of God. If we say, That's what God wants us 
to do and to become from faith to faith he expects us to move from faith to faith and that alone makes it important because it is God's word it is the will of God concerning us it is the desire of God for us that we move from faith to faith another question I want to ask us is how much is faith in the Christian life how much is faith? How much does faith cover in our Christian lives? Is faith just a point and then no more? Or faith covers everything? How much is faith in the Christian life? The apostle tells us to advance from faith to faith and he does not tell us where to stop. How much then is faith in the Christian life? Mind you, that faith is your belief in the gospel of Christ. You have believed in the gospel of Christ and you have now been saved and now you are moving in that salvation. How much is that belief in the Christian life? To which extent does it go? How many things does it take? How much does it cover? How much does it cover? How much does it cover? How much does it go? To which extent does it go? The answer is simple. Faith is everything. The question is, how much is faith in the Christian life? In our Christian life. And the answer is that faith is everything. Faith is not some of the things. It is everything. Faith takes up everything of the one who has believed in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It takes up body, soul, and spirit. Look at Stephen dying and then he commits his spirit 
to faith to Christ. He says, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. It takes everything of you. We say, Obi, Sister Stephen, Owunu, Abra Owunu, or the Nekra Eschejidienum, or the Nekra Emma Christo. Romans chapter 14, verse 23. Romans 14, 23. Now, starting from verse 22. Has thou faith? Do you have faith? Now, this faith is not, I believe I will do well. I confess I receive do you have faith? The faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, verse 23. And he that doubt is damned if he eat, because he eats not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Now, if we say, so it is showing you the extent to which faith goes. That faith is everything indeed. That even what you eat comes under the influence of faith. And then he makes that statement, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. That's another definition of sin. Something that is not accepted by God. It is not of the faith. So if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, it is what you should know is that your faith now becomes everything. It captures everything. It's not only when we are praying that faith is at work. When we are also eating, faith is at work. It's not only when we are being baptized in water that faith is at work, but also when we are drinking water, faith is at work. Faith picks up everything, remember nothing. And then we advance in that faith from faith to faith. The Bible says that through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. This simple submission or knowledge is not common to all men. There are some people, they think that the world came by a certain kind of means. But when you are of faith, you understand that the world is framed or was framed by the word of God. So Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it welcomes us to faith. Genesis 1 1, 
in the beginning god that is faith because the bible tells us that without faith it is impossible to please god so when you take your bible genesis 1:1 in the beginning god we are welcome to a seed of faith and now we are we are beginning the journey we meet God that we cannot see. Nobody has ever seen God. We comprehend His existence, His reality, by faith. Hebrews 11, 6 says that without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that He is. God is the God of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. He is. Say okay Hebrew for Omana. Or say without faith it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That God is. So Genesis 1 comes as to faith. We are welcome to faith. Hallelujah. Faith is not too far away even in the Bible. Right at the beginning there is faith. You were not there when God created the world, but you are called to believe in God who created the world when you were not there. That is faith. And Hebrews 11 tells us that through this faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. Now, when you hear God, the next thing you should hear is faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, like I've said. So, when you hear God, the next thing you should hear is faith. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes, in other words, have faith in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, you hear God, you must hear faith. The next thing is faith. You can't comprehend God and lay hold on the things of God without faith. Advancing from faith to faith. Faith is what begins our Christian work. We begin by faith. Faith continues our Christian work. And faith completes our Christian work. That is to say that no faith, no beginning. No faith, no continuing. 
You see, you may be coming to church, but no faith. You are, you are just coming to church. But you are not, as far as the Christian life is concerned, you are not continuing. You may be active in church, doing one thing or the other, but with that faith, you are not really continuing. So no faith, no beginning. No faith, no continuing. And no faith, no completion of our Christian lives. This is how Paul said it. He said, I have kept the faith. See, that is completion. At the end of it, there was faith. Many people begin from faith and they don't end in faith. And it's possible to begin and not end in faith. The wife of Lot began in faith. Lot, he heard something and he acted on it, but he did not continue and he could not complete in faith. Lot, Even Israel, when they were leaving the, uh, uh, the, the, the Egypt to the promised land, many of them died in the journey because they had no faith. So if we are going to begin our Christian life, it is here. Continue and complete. It must all be by faith. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the judge shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That is a very serious statement. Then it says in verse 39, But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So what the apostle is saying here is that at any point in time when you pull out the plug from faith, you are not in God. You are not in the Christian life. And that is what backsliding is. It is departure from the faith. It just say, what free did you know? First Timothy chapter four, verse one. First Timothy four, verse one. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly now, that in know? the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Now home home no can no pefe say, and not a dear chino, a binum befam na da home home. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So that is what backsliding is. 
moving away from the faith. Sana etrese washiafe etie watwo ho efijideni mu. We are reading all these scriptures to know the importance of advancing from faith to faith. Ye kin kan sa kin kan se mi ama ye hu hia e hu hia se ye be frijideni mu akojideni. At any point in time if you depart from the faith which is not advancing you are backslidden. If you say so wo twi wo hu frijideni mu a washiafe. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 For the love of money is the root of all evil which while some converted after they have erred from the faith instead of advancing in the faith they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows Ah, ebinum di echire ira akwan na ode ya pi wowo won The love of money is not something that you can easily see. Se u disikechi anase sikapenu enya ade a obehunu keke. When a man is in the limelight, you can see his love for money. But when a lot of people, ordinary common people are in love with money or chasing after money, you may not easily see. And the Bible says that it is the love of money which is the root of all evil. Some converting after they have erred from the faith. They are not advancing in the faith. Now, I have seen people because of wealth they have married more wives. From the faith. I have seen people because of money. I mean, Christianity is just an official religion that they subscribe to. They, it's, not, it's, not, it's no more a die-hard thing for them. You can even be building a church with that money, supporting a church, controlling the whole church, but as far as God is concerned, you have erred from the faith. Indeed, it matters that we advance from faith to faith. When you come back to Genesis chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12. So about Genesis chapter 12. Huh? We are welcome to another call and journey of faith that changed the world. It is the story of Abraham. Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Genesis. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Now you don't see the word faith here, but this was a man who was just like anybody, and then God singled him out and said, Be- Begin to move from henceforth. 
aha hu hu jide die ne so hu obi a onyakopon afre no no aka che ni se frase ne nanti e wo jide mu and that journey changed the world na sa akwanti uno esisen wiase advancing from faith to faith can change the world the reason why our world will remain the way it is it will not change is because those who say they believe in the gospel of Christ are not advancing from faith to faith sometimes somebody can advance so much in school and do so well until he changes the whole economic status of his family and my prayer for us is that we will advance in the faith to the degree that we can change our world now just like Abraham God is still calling men today and those God calls he requires to go on a journey from faith to faith. Don't think it's only Abraham God calls to leave his family and his familiar shores and territory. This thing that we are talking about, faith, that is what moved Abraham for his, from his father's house. That is what changed the profession of Peter. That is what changed the direction of Paul. And thank God they did not just stop at that beginning point, but they kept on advancing. Until they changed their world. So the call of God can come to us in the same way. And bring us from the shore of the familiar to the shores of the unfamiliar. Now, when you read Genesis 12:1, he says that gets you out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house, onto a land that I will show you. You don't know it, but I'm going to show you. Free. Today, if somebody does not know what nest. You see, he, he can't settle down in God or in a church that can show him what next. Tell me about what will happen tomorrow. Tell me about what will happen to my future. Well, then there will be no need to advance from faith to faith. We don't advance on explanations. We advance on faith. We don't advance on explanations. We advance on faith. And that faith is to follow. 
You follow. Must know how to sail through uncertain waters. Imagine God who created the one who made the ship and can navigate the, the, the ocean, the seas. God can do better. And all we have to do is to trust Him and advance from faith to faith. Like I said, you will be required to advance on faith, not on explanations. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. Hebrews 11. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out, not knowing whither he went. Thank God it is in the Bible. Not knowing whither he went. Gideon offered Abraham, now this is a free call, baby, ah, dachin, ho. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which has foundation whose builder and maker is God. What the Bible is telling us is that Abraham had to advance from a certain place to an uncertain place and that is faith. Abraham Abraham had to advance from having no child to becoming the father of many nations, and that was faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans 4 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. The best thing that God can do for you when it comes to faith is to leave a written word. That's why we must not joke with the word of God. That is the best you can have. As it is written. And then you have to trust what is written. And lose your sails. To advance from faith to faith. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. So God will write something to you and God will speak something to you. And Abraham had to advance from having no child to becoming the father of many nations as it was written, as it was spoken, and that was faith. That advance was by faith. We never read anywhere that Abraham stopped. He continued. 25 solid years of waiting how did he do that? 
Advancing from faith to faith. And then when the child came, Abraham had to offer up Isaac. That was also from faith to faith. So you see the call of Abraham. Abraham You see his becoming a father. And then his sacrifice of his son. That is all from faith to faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 17. Hebrews 11:17. By faith. See, the Bible intentionally, the Holy Spirit introduces that with that word, by faith. Because everything there was happening by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. We see Abraham's advance from faith to faith. Now your call and your challenge has come to advance from faith to faith. If Christianity is a walk, and it is, every step is a step of faith. It's a step in faith, which is a step in the right direction. Any step outside of faith is not in the right direction. A step in faith is a step towards pleasing God. Triumph is many of such steps. Many of such steps. When you go backwards into Abraham's world, you will see many of his steps. Many, not one or two. The steps from his father's house to a place where God said he will show him. The step of uh, 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 his faith that God will give him Isaac as a child, as the promised child, there were many steps. Both physical and spiritual steps. When he was taking Isaac to go and sacrifice, it was many steps. On Wednesdays, we are studying from Joshua. When you come to the world of Joshua, you will see many steps. Triumph is many steps of faith. So where the sole of your feet shall step, I will give it to you. Leave the world of Joshua and come to the world of the first century church, the apostles. Many steps all over the place. From Jerusalem, 
Ufi Jerusalem. To Judea. Oko Judea. Samaria. Oko Samaria. The most part of the earth. Any area thing na. They made those movements, those steps on foot, on uh, uh, horses, by camels, steps all over the place. Every Christian who will see triumph, like you see behind me, must appreciate perseverance in taking many steps, not just a few. Many steps. I am defining triumph for you under this morning's message. That triumph is many steps in faith. Triumph is onward steps in faith. It is steps in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria to the ends of the earth. That is many steps indeed. Many steps. Many steps. I pray that God will strengthen you to take many steps. It matters we take those steps because we are not entitled to any place except we step there. You are not entitled to any place except you step there. Except you step there. Back to my first question. How much is faith in the Christian life? I want to enumerate some things for you of how much faith is in the Christian life. We are saved by faith. We are saved by grace through faith. We are justified by faith. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Romans 4 being justified by faith, we have peace with God. You see, up till now, there are people who believe they have to do something to be saved. That is the antithesis of the opposite of faith. But we are saved through faith, by grace through faith. Not of your works. You don't give anything to somebody and then you get salvation. No. It's by faith. By believing. In the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then we are justified by faith. And then we are sanctified by faith. Acts 26 verse 18. That is what the Lord told Paul. That through his ministry, people are going to see, receive an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. On Wednesdays, we are talking about sanctification. He says in Acts chapter 26, verse 18, that they may receive forgiveness of sins 
and the inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. We, are, we, we receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The promise of the Spirit through faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse 14 That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit How? Through faith Even as I'm talking now Beside and listing these things, you can see your wealth of faith as to how far you have advanced. Are you saved in the first place? Are you sanctified? Have you received the promise of the Spirit? It is from faith to faith. These are the landmarks of faith. We receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Nobody can give it to you or teach you the, the, the promise of the Spirit. You know, oh, uh, say this after me. Speak in tongues after me. No, it is received by faith. The miracles. We receive miracles by faith. Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. Galatians 3, 5. He therefore that ministered to you the Spirit and work miracles among you. How did he do it? By the works of the law, by doing certain things, or by the hearing of faith. We receive miracles by faith. Read your Gospels. Be it unto you according to your faith was always how miracles came to people. Be it unto you according to your faith. That's how, no matter how difficult the problem was, that's how Jesus responded to the people. Now, the father miracles move away from this simple declaration. The father, the movement away from Christianity. If you receive a miracle, the Bible way is by faith. 
Be it unto you according to your faith, like Jesus used to say. If miracles are no more coming through, that means it is questionable. Can you do something for me? No, we don't do something for you. We miracles by faith. Amen. Amen. Be it unto you according to your faith. This morning, whatever you are believing God for, in the same way Jesus said, I say unto you, be it unto you according to your faith. The life that we live as new creatures in Christ, it is from faith or it is by faith. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I'm showing you how much faith is in the Christian life. Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ live in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That is how we live the Christian life, by faith. The the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord are matters of faith. Thessalonians chapter 4:14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Now, what I want us to see here is if we believe and we do so, Christ's death and his resurrection are matters of faith. Our own resurrection is a matter of faith. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so them also we sleep or they are dead in Christ, will God bring with him? Before I leave this faith, face of how much faith is in the Christian life, faith is so important that among the list of those who will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone is the unbelieving. Among the list of those marching to hell includes the unbelieving. Revelation 21 verse 8. But the fearful and then the unbelieving. So the unbelieving, faith is so crucial that among the list of those going to hell is the unbelieving. Is unbelieving in relation to the word of God. 
It's not unbelief. It's like, oh, uh, you have received a parcel. I don't believe. No, that is, that is not an issue. Somebody is here looking for you. This person, I don't believe. No. It is unbelief in relation to the word of God. Now, I want to ask you this moment as you sit here. What is it that you don't believe? In this Bible. What is it in God's sure word of prophecy? From Genesis to Revelation, that you don't believe. Advancing from faith to faith. As you move from faith to faith, anything you discover, you make it a part of your life. And what is it that you don't believe? What is in the law and the prophets and the testimony of the holy apostles that you don't believe? When somebody like Paul preached, what was he looking for? If a preacher preaches, what is he expecting? Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. Verse 22, as 26, 22. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. At this point, they had all come to pass. Now, now verse 27 King Agrippa believest thou the prophets do you believe and this moment I'm asking you do you believe it's so important because this will even determine whether you are going to be in hell or not. If you say, we and a better say, hell and I say, uncle. The issue of faith does not just end on this earth, it has consequences for all eternity. It has consequences for all eternity. I pray that you will believe the word of God, you believe the prophets with all your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be one of those who wake up tomorrow and I'm surprised about God's program for the world. I'm surprised because I was unbelieving. Where is the church? They are gone and I'm here. No, I don't want it that way. The way we are living Christian life, that is what we are portraying. 
When you drill into the hearts of people, you can go and go and go as eternity. You will never hit on the bottom of faith because they are faithless. We have church members, devoted church members, but we don't have faith, men and women of faith. And when I say faith, I'm not talking about, you know, I have faith for this, I have faith for that. Even though James said, show me your faith and I will show you my works. Those works were works of righteousness. They were works out of conviction. And this morning my burden is that we will be believers indeed and move on from faith unto faith. Now leave all that I have said for now. When we have a generation of believers so-called believers who believe that they have to open their Bible and inspect it for a piece of hair hair and drink it as an immunity against a disease we have to hear a message like this advancing from faith to faith Sometimes it's very embarrassing. People are talking all over the place and they go to church. What is if you open your Bible and you find this hair and you drink it, you will have immunity against this disease which has come. If your faith is worth a hair of a human being that escaped into a book, God have mercy on you. But we are talking about advancing from faith to faith. Where you even believe that if you drink any deadly thing, it shall by no means hurt you. That's what Jesus said. When we have believers whose lives are not radically different from their worldly neighbors, we need to hear a message like this and advance from faith to faith. Faith must make a difference, a clear difference. Everybody is staying in their homeland. Abraham is moving. That is faith. Clear difference between you and your neighbors. Everybody is bowing. That is faith at work. Clear difference. And when we have believers whose lives are not that different from those who don't say what they say, 
we need to hear a message like this. Until you move from something which is pale, almost insignificant, it cannot, it's not clear, until something which is sharp, it is so clear, we can see this is this person and it's different from this kind of a person. Now, what is from faith to faith? Romans 1.17 Romans 1.17 For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. What does it mean? If we say, it is the from which the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. From faith to faith is the expanse, okay? It's the limit. It is the, it is the space from which God's righteousness is revealed. When God reveals His righteousness, He asks for a space called faith. It is the expanse. It is the space. It is the place of the revelation of God's righteousness from faith to faith. When God wants to reveal something about Himself, He looks for a place, a spot, an airport, a land piece called faith. When a nation different from the rest of the other nations, so we have the Jewish nation, the Israel, and we have the rest, the Gentiles, he looks for faith. Abraham becomes the landing spot of God for the revealing of his righteousness. in the expanse from which the righteousness of God is revealed. I'm talking about God's approved standards. Mercy is a standard of God. The world does not know mercy. So when God wants to manifest mercy, He looks for peace, for, for, for faith to manifest mercy. He looks for faith to manifest justice. He looks for faith to manifest truth. Purity is a standard of God. Charity is a standard of God. All these things, they are revealed on the basis of faith. On the basis of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without faith, revelations of God's righteousness will not happen. That tell you what faith is for. Faith is for the unrestricted re- revealing of God's righteousness. That's it. No, no, no. That's it. No, no, no. David comes to see Goliath and then he is defying the armies of the, the, the God of Israel. He said, No, I read I want to reveal the rightness of my God. That he's a God of power. So Give me space. All of you don't have faith. But give me some space of faith so that his righteousness can be revealed. So it is written in the, in the, in the, in the book of Hebrews that by faith, 
David and all these people, you see, they received something because there was faith. David, righteousness everywhere. inside of faith, the righteousness of God is revealed. If we have ten thousand believers, we must have ten thousand revelation of the righteousness of God. It is a wrong faith that 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 is revealing is not revealing the righteousness of God. reveals God's righteousness. Therein, inside of it, the righteousness of God is revealed. Without the God's righteousness, it's not revealed. It's not revealed from coming from coming to church to coming to church. No, from faith to faith. It's revealed by putting on scarf to scarf. It is revealed from faith to faith. And that's how to have also now. I believe something. I believe something. And it's like I have bought a piece of land for God to erect something on it for everybody to see. But that's what I'm talking about. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It is revealed from faith to faith. We make room for righteousness by moving from faith to faith. The reason why the world has no righteousness is because it is a place from unbelief to unbelief. Look at the schools of the world. Look at the family life in the world. Look at the festivities of this world. Look at the politics. Look at the business in the world. Even when the world attempts good things like humanitarian uh, 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 works, it can stay in the midst of the humanitarian work is corruption. From faith to faith, righteousness is revealed. From unbelief to unbelief, unrighteousness is revealed. For instance, when you look at Romans chapter 1 from verse 21. From verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. What is happening? They don't have faith. If we say, Onim and they change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to bears and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They don't have faith. Verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator? Why? They don't have faith. Idol worship. When Abraham heard the voice of faith, that was the end of idolatry. He left his idolatrous background and began to follow the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the true God. Abraham Verse 28. 
even when they hear God, they don't want to believe. They don't want to retain Him in their knowledge. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to reprobate mind, the mind of unbelief, to do those things which are not convenient. Verse 29. This is a life of, from unbelief to unbelief. Listen. Wickedness happens on the platform of from unbelief to unbelief. Righteousness happens on the platform of from faith to faith. When we say wickedness, wickedness, we are talking about evil as a whole. Evil as a whole. Wickedness now, these things are sponsored by unbelief. Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. From unbelief to unbelief has given this kind of account and report. But faith will convert the worldly mind. It is the power of God to change the worldly mind. And to cleanse it from the corruptions that is in this world. It cleanses from all these things. Faith is against these things. Faith is what translates into a spiritual, holy, moral, and eternal influence. It changes a, a whole family. God began a new family with Abraham. It changes whole communities. It changes a whole nation. I pray that men of faith shall arise. That will be able to bring change into our world. When you see small righteousness, faith is small. You are not advancing from faith to faith. The more you advance in faith, the more righteousness of God is revealed. When we have a land full of many Christians, but the place is not changing, they are not advancing from faith to faith. There is a certain amount of salt that can change the taste of a soup. That is how faith is. It is not talk, it's deed, it's powerful. It is righteousness happening and changing things. Why from faith to faith? Why, Why is it from faith to faith? Why advancing from faith to faith? That is very simple. 
Number one, it is the constant path of pleasing God. Constant direction of pleasing God. Constant life of pleasing God. A constant direction of pleasing God. Advancing from faith to faith. A life that pleases God is lived from faith to faith. If any my soul shall have no pleasure in him. I pray that your life will move in a constant direction of pleasing God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5. Hebrews 11 5. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. That was a kind of a rapture. And was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. He was moving in a certain constant direction. Verse but without faith, it is impossible to please him. That is what God looks for in every one of us to please him. Constant direction of pleasing God. Why we must advance from faith to faith because it is the constant direction of pleasing God. Sometimes, Sometimes you are even losing, but because it is in the direction of faith, you are pleasing God, yet you are losing. I thought and sometimes you are gaining but because it is against the direction of faith you are not pleasing God you love money you are covetous you are looking for it and the Bible says the air from the faith those who do that that is not pleasing God from faith to faith it is the constant direction of pleasing God number two why from faith to faith it is the constant dynamic of overcoming the world that is what 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 tells us. The world is divided into two people. Those that are overcome by the world and those that overcome the world. Those who overcome the world overcome by faith. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. If we say so faith from faith to faith is the constant dynamic of overcoming the world. Faith is not static, it is dynamic in its working. It can, it can grow and overcome things. 
It can conquer things. It can triumph. It can possess. It can raise the dead. It can subdue kingdoms. It can obtain promises. My prayer is that we will not only have believers that just have a testimony of what faith has done for them personally, but from faith to faith, their faith could conquer and subdue kingdoms. That's real Christianity. Number three, why advance from faith to faith? It is the constant defense against the fiery dust of the wicked. Constant defense. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Ephesians 16. Thank God, not some, not most, not many, but all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Amen. It is a constant defense against the fiery darts of the wicked. So you see, if we are not advancing from faith to faith, you are letting down your defenses. Finally, it is the constant demand for miracle working power of God. Why do we have to advance from faith to faith? It is the constant demand. From faith to faith means I am demanding. I, 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 I don't I don't quit. I don't stop. It's a constant demand for the miracle working power of God right here on earth. Where faith advances there God sends miracles. Where faith advances God sends miracles. There is a story in 2 Kings chapter 13. The prophet Elisha asked a certain king to shoot arrows. Prophet Elisha And he expected him to shoot more. But unfortunately, he didn't shoot more. He shot just a few. In other words, he could have advanced beyond the few shots that he gave. And because he did not advance, the prophet said, that is how much your miracle of conquest, of victory in war will be. 
I pray that every arrow of God's word we find in the Bible, we will shoot it out. Don't, 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 don't keep them. Don't, don't, don't limit your, 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 your darts, your arrows from going out. Launch them out and you are advancing for the miracle working power of God. Why do we have to advance from faith to faith? It's a constant direction of pleasing God. It is a constant dynamic of overcoming the world. It is a constant defense against the fiery dust of the wicked one. It is a constant demand for the miracle working power of God. When you read your Bible, especially the book of us, don't think that they were sitting down and miracles were just happening. No. The miracles were directly proportional to the movements that they made. Philip in Samaria is just Philip. No miracle. I mean Philip in Jerusalem is just Philip. No miracle. Philip are not all Jerusalem. But Philip outside of Jerusalem into Samaria is mega trust of miracles. Now, sir, Philip, if we Jerusalem echo Samaria, listen to me. Our deadliest enemy is security. I don't want to move. Don't want to go. Don't want to do anything. Deadliest enemy is your security. Permit me to use Permit me to use a familiar person as an example. I remember when my pastor those days came to our house and he told my mother resign from Ghana education service resign you can lock up your future your significance your usefulness in your security zone when she was hesitating to resign, most of you know her. That's why I'm using her as an example. She insisted. She said, I don't know how, how to go about it. Then he said, There is somebody here. Who can write it for you? One of the fellow teachers in the church, a very good pastor and a teacher at the same time. When, you, when the teacher too said, No, don't do it, don't mind pastor. 
as a funimu, a brown soft mammy, a corn horn, or cocosu, a family chair, or catches. Thank God for the pastor. He was a man of faith. This was a missionary in this country from another country. All his stay in this country, he never asked for support. When you come to his house, you will find food stuff. People will bring food in front of his door. All his children were born in the house, not in the hospital. In their life. But he kept on insisting. And then finally she made sure that she did it. How much is a paper of a resignation letter? Just one A4 sheet. How can you exchange your future for something as small as this? You don't want to let this go so that you will lose your place. You want to keep this. You don't know that this is much all you have in the future. At the end of your life, when you are 60 something, 70, all you have is papers. I pray for you that every paper around you that must go, you will release it to the wind that it will go. Well, today the rest is history. All the teachers of my mother's age the same teachers. Today, some of them are even sick. They are on retirement. They have stroke. They, they are inactive. They can't do... I, where is this one? Some of them have become poor. A lot of... Because of security. 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 Most of you... Maybe this is a prophecy for some of you. Some of you, you trust in government so much. So for say... You trust in government. All your... All your efforts are to make sure that you never escape the government in life. So when you are choosing a course in school, you must choose a course that will put you in the hands of the government. When you are choosing a program, a program that will put you in the hands of government. And because the people around you can't see far, all they see is security. They make sure they tie you to social security, to government. The movie of why you am I paying for edit 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 Satan, listen, Satan is not the deadliest enemy. I'm giving you the deadliest enemy in an exams of Christians. What is our deadliest enemy? A. Satan. B. Security. C. Sickness. The answer is security. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. That is your enemy. 
I don't know the thing you are trying to keep whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall gain it shall gain it are we Christians at all do we have the Lord or we are just reading for reading sake for me preaching is painstaking preaching is burdensome Sunday is one of my sacred and most most stressed days because I can see the slowness, the apathy, the lukewarmness of the church. They want to just go through the motion. They want to sing their songs and go home. They don't want to advance from faith to faith. They don't understand the anguish of advance, the pain of advance, the, the, the loss, the sacrifice of advance. And then Christ of they don't understand how to be stretched on an altar of sacrifice. They don't understand. Most of you are sitting here. What, what, what do you want? You are in church. What do you, you see, it's not like this is a prophet of doom. The pastor is always talking like, what do you want? I want to see Christians. I want to see advance. God's business is at stake. If it was your business, you will wake up. This is God's business. My father's business. Something must work. Something must roll. The locomotive, the faith locomotive must move. It has been stuck for too long. It has picked passengers. They are singing, but they are not moving. They come to church, but they are not moving. They are clapping, but they are not moving. They are married, but they are not moving. But I hear the Spirit say, Tell them to move. Tell them to advance. Tell them to break camp and advance. Tell them to lose their security. The world is going to perish with those who are secured in it. The world is going to perish with those who are secured in it. You want security in Sodom, you will perish with it. You want security with your father's house, you will be a forgotten Abraham. But if you lose that security and you step out of that safety zone, you now begin to become a celebrated, immortalized, influential, significant Abraham. That is the mystery of the message today. Advancing from faith to faith, I speak the wisdom of God in a hidden mystery. I speak God's wisdom. The wisdom is stand up and move. Advance. Don't sit at where you are. That is not Christianity. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't put your hands in your pocket. There's something. Have you not read from the master that accepts a grain of corn fall to the ground and dies in a vice alone? I am calling for losing your safety, losing your security. I came to blow your safety zones. You are hidden in the refuge of lies. Covered all around you is a refuge, a heap of lies and vanity. But come out of that heap of lies. Come out of it and advance. Let's do something for God in our generation. We don't want to add up to the list of the statistics of church in this country. We don't need another denomination. We need an advance for God. We need to translate 2 Corinthians 2.14 into 21st century reality. We need to shake our world from border to border, from coast to coast, from shore to shore. I know you don't understand, but I, that is what I see in the spirit. I know you have not come to see the revelation, but I am painting to you. I know you don't understand what I'm talking about. That for so has the Lord commanded us that we should be a light to the Gentiles and salvation to the ends of the I know you don't understand that we are given unto us an apostleship that we should be for obedience of faith 
among all nations. I know you don't understand. I know you don't understand the import of going into all the world. It means nothing to you. You just read it. It means nothing to you. I know you don't respect the Bible. I know. I know. You respect cultural values. You don't respect the Bible. You respect passing things of this world. You don't respect the Bible. That is your people. You have sinned against God. You are against you are the pain of the heart of God. You don't love God. Okay, come and you say I'm a sumpa. As you move power for day, will be catch them with this generation of Christians. Arise and serve your God. Serve you like Paul did. Serve you like Timothy did. Serve you like you believe in the resurrection. Serve you like you believe in life and death. Serve you like you believe in heaven and hell. Serve you like you believe that Abraham is your father. Serve him. Don't clap. It's not clapping business. Don't clap. We don't clap for things like this. We think. We think. God knows I don't want the church. I'm not afraid at all. I'm not paid by this church, if you don't know. I'm not paid. So I live by faith. We are just trying to do something for God. I don't need money, offerings. What is nothing? I want obedience. That's why I fight. So When I see sometimes people misbehaving in the church, I say, no, you can't do it. If you want to repent, we will allow you to stay. But if you want to spoil the church, no, we will pull our sword against you. So I believe in this thing. Let me end with this. Accompaniments, associates of faith. And then we close. Faith has associates. Faith, Number one. Faith goes with certain things. One is faith and prayer. Luke chapter 18 is all about that. From verse 1 to 8. Jesus gave a parable of a woman praying. And then he said in verse 8, that when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? So, prayer, you see, you can give up in prayer. You, 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 can, be, you can be weary in prayer. That's why he said, men ought always to pray, not he spake a parable unto them, saying, men not, ought always not to faint, but to pray. So, Prayerlessness is faithlessness. It is a one more empire. Faith must go with prayer. And prayer has many things to tackle than just give me food and give me this. No. Prayer has a lot to do more than that. Look at our priority in prayer. The right way of praying. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be there. Are many people pray useless prayer. Because God wants people whose prayer will push the forces of evil backwards. Faith and patience. 
Hebrews 6 4 he said that be not slothful but through faith and patience inherit, be followers of those who inherit the promises so faith goes with so I'm trying to show you that faith does not stand alone when we say we are advancing from faith to faith it has other accompaniments associates, partners number one is faith and prayer if we are advancing you should be praying Paul used to pray a lot Epaphras was one of the advanced team. Prayer. And then patience. The, the, the usage of patience is in relation to perseverance. The word patience in the Bible is not like the tree. No, that is long suffering. But the, the real meaning is persistence. Nothing is going to come cheap. Yeah. Sanity. You, you will pay for something. You will pay for something. You lose your job to own a business. Sometimes find out where you are working. Find out how it came to be. Maybe it will encourage you so that you don't just think that you have arrived. You know, you are, you, you, you know, you are in a safe haven. Have you paid my slate contribution? Have you paid? That is all you do. Why can't you also lose something? I didn't think I want to pay so much The richest man in this world who is obsessed with vaccinating everybody, his wealth began from losing something. He left a fine university education. Because we don't have passion for anything. We are just dull people. This is how we sit in life. We are lazy slacks. Just sit. Nothing moves us. These things are our breath and we are watching. We don't have statesmen. We have politicians. I'm robbers in suits. We don't have people who will sacrifice their skin for a country like this. If we don't say it now, when will we say it? All they know is to be riding cars and moving up and down the stepping properties. We don't have people who will rise, you know, for a cause, for a cause, for a cause. That's why life is, is, is so boring for you. There's no adventure. You need That is you. In a bank, it tickles you. Save for generations. Not money, but your contributions in life can rewrite histories for generations. I want generational thinkers in this church. I want people can think outside the box in this church. I want people who don't want to continue the status quo in this church. I want the people who want to be stressed and yet they don't cry. 
out of the pain of the stress they said this is what will bring glory let's be stretched Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Luther King Jr. He said, I had a dream. I have a dream. Faith and he fought it and fought it and fought it until he was shot. They shot him. That is how people mean business. Martin Luther. Have you even lost a nail? Your own nail, which has grown, not the whole one. Just uh, uh, the, the over. Have you lost it for a course before? So we say, Obisao, Oankasao Moreno, Washri, Abra, Ushushi, Upebibi. Faith and patience. Persistence. Look at Africa. In South Africa. The filth. The filth. 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 The disorder. The shame. Who will rise up and do something? Sometimes you see, it's people who come here who see. There was one man, he stays around here, he came here. It's a grown up man. He went to tell his, his house people. He said, Look, the things they say in this church, eh, it's not small things. He went to tell them. He's a, he's a chairman of a certain institution. So, if you have a chairman of a chairman of a chairman of a chairman of a All of you young people here, there is something to live for. Wrestle your life out of this area living. Wrestle it. Wrestle your life out of it. Mundane, predictable life. Wrestle your life out of it and become somebody and something. Advance. Number faith and preaching. You see, 2 Timothy 4 1 it says, preach be instant in season, out of season. That is believe in preaching. We must believe for change to happen, it does not just happen. There must be proclamation. There must be proclamation. Preaching is the train the train that transports faith asempakanu eye adea it transports faith yedi efejidie no kobia bi preaching transports faith asempanu edijidie ekobia bi so paul for instance will say in romans chapter 15 verse 19 that i have from this place romans 15:19 from here to here to here i have fully preached through many signs and wonders by the power of the Holy the Spirit of God up from Jerusalem. See, I'm transporting something. See, Run about unto Ilaricum. I have fully pre- I've transported the faith. That's why we can't stop preaching. The faithful church must never be tired of preaching. And a faithful minister must preach. 
the word the instant in season and out of season when we close from here I'm going to meet pastors I'm going to be talking to you like preaching I believe in it it, will, it must do something Jesus kept preaching and preaching for three and a half years and when he told the apostles continue doing the same thing then Timothy said raise men to do the same thing but it's how we are going to effect changes and if we are really preaching, real preaching, it must change, it must change people. If preaching is preaching, it must cause changes. Number four, faith and purity. Jude 20:24, he is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. You see, faith and purity. It, in the midst of present cultural filth and evils, we maintain faith for purity. Faith for purity. Faith for purity. We will never join the world in their faith and their evils. We will never join them in giving bribes. Those of you who are teachers, civil servants here, sometimes you want to transfer, whatever, then they tell you, give I have a friend, last week I mentioned this, the very reverend, he, that is why he left. He quit GES. He will go up and down. ビアワイディニホシアディエクエニモアイオベプロモトノトゴフォウエデンティッチピポオコスコアノパチンオビアネンコフォティティオフィスノミエンフェスカブラフェスカブラソオバマイデッドボディノットダイエンイレフダップ
If somebody does not stop something, it has the right to continue. Yeah. I don't want to go into economics and all of those things, but somebody must stop something at the first. So we say one person will call a chiri. Also, do your things right and leave the rest. They can detain you for whatever. Faith and purity. See, that is advanced. See, it's a painful thing because you are thinking. Will I save my skin? Me, me me what about What heroic stories will, will we tell our children that I stood for? What Apart from Yahunya, we don't have moral stories, courageous stories. Stories of adventure, faith advance. That sit down. Let me tell you, my children, how I collided with powers of my time. How I, I, I was in collision with the government because I wouldn't back down. How family said this and I said that. That's faith. That's faith. Son, I did it here. This faith that defines nothing, it defines nothing. Just, yeah, just leave it. No. Finally, faith and the patient coming of Christ. Faith and the patient coming of Christ. If we're a believer, you got to believe that. First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians 3.5 So, yes, sir. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 5. And the Lord directs your hearts unto the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Yeah. Sometimes you believe in your wedding day. More than the coming of the Lord, even though you don't know the date. So they bewa yeti ye wedding a danu edi nanso ye eradima yen swe. One of the preachers who influenced me, he said, when a man preaches and he believes something, you can tell from his message. Anytime when I want to believe something, I run to him for rescue. Preacher that can grip you and make you believe something. One of them was sitting down. Both of them have died now. The one who just died recently, Jim, Jim Parker, J.I. Parker, that time he was a, a student, was sitting under the ministry of Lloyd Jones. He had a wedding on Saturday. He was there on Friday. By the time he got up from the service, it was on the coming of the Lord. He had forgotten about his, his wedding. So, we see, also, be, nah, 
How far is the church from that? And how close are we to that? May the Lord help us to advance from faith to faith. Let's pray. Can stand up because you have sat down for a long time. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. From victory unto victory, his ambition. Till every foe is vanquished And Christ is Lord indeed Father, we have only one life Help us to be Christians indeed We are we are dressing with Christianity. We are having fun with it. We are making cars in your name. And doing many things. We repent, Lord. Give us Christianity with spine, with steel, with energy, with dynamism, with forcefulness, with aggression, with passion, my, with force. My the deficit is not a deficit of numbers. It's a deficit of conviction. So help us, Lord. We are many on the continent, many in the nation. You told Gideon the other day that you don't save by many. Cause us to rise in faith. Cause us to imbibe apostolic spirit of Christianity. A Christianity that does something, changes things, moves things, and advances. Even against our will, I pray that you will do something like that. May our will never win the case. The case for faith. May our will never win. Win against our will. Precious God, I thank you. I love you, Lord. Because you first love us. We bless your name.
Give us an understanding heart. Give us loyal spirits. Give us tenacity to advance. Let us see the beauty of Christ and the greatness of his church. And the necessity of faith that we will advance. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.